been a pretty big week, mm. but I've got a I've got a burning question. Straight out of the blocks. Straight out of the blocks. All right. If you could only bring one thing to a desert island, what would it be? Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh, like hoping that he brought Wilson. Well, yeah, just he, he knows how to get away. He knows Football. how to survive. Right. Yeah. Sunscreen. Or a, yeah, or a volleyball. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if the one thing isn't people, I would bring sunscreen. Otherwise, it would be Merxy, and I yeah. would hope that Merxy brought the sunscreen. Why the sunscreen? Oh, because well, I know you want to stay, but like you don't want to get burnt. Okay, that would ruin it. No shade it? on this island. Now there is context to this. Okay, yeah. Um, I'll tell you about that later. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Wheelhouse Podcast. We're back, and we are about to engage in sixty-two, number sixty-two, episode sixty-two. My name's Joel Spreadborough. Kate Bates is present as well. We've got a lot to talk about, Kate, in the world of cycling. I'm really interested to talk about mergers this week because there's a potentially big one that's being sort of tossed about. And in my experience and my sort of, I don't know, understanding of mergers that they often are a complete fuck-ups. They don't work. Sorry for my language. But uh, I'm really interested to get into that. Uh, you, before we get into it too much further... We're going to spotlight a couple of Aussies, but you have that devilish look in your eyes. And I want to ask you, if you what have you got planned? Are you going to ambush me with a segment of, of silliness? A hundred percent. Oh, good. Probably not just one. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, what what on. silly I mean, segments look, have you got last planned? Last week worked yeah. so well because our little segment about, you know, like Wonder Babies. Yep. We had some really great suggestions on social media. Yeah, that looks some rippers. So one that we hadn't thought of was... Um, Van Vloten and Vanderpool. Okay. And that would be VAP. 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 That like, makes yeah. a lot of sense. I mean, come on, that's a pretty good one. See, that's a good reason for point, them to get Joel, together too. Being this, these segment things, they're working. They're working and there's going to be more. <laughs> people like them. You they're, might not. You're saying Merxie that the, uh, not, they, they're working. The silly segments like are making a comeback. They, and that's another theme <laughs> that we're going to discuss on the show today. The comeback. The retirement, the comeback, what does it actually mean? That's all coming mm. your way. A redefinition way. of the word retirement is yeah. what I think we need. We need to re yeah, revitalise and retool retirement. Indeed. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's get into it first with a little bit of Aussie chat, Kate Bates, because uh, if there's anyone to talk to about Australian cycling and the goings-on, it's yourself. Now, from one Queenslander to another... Uh, I'm not talking to you because you're, you know, sort of, you're like a Para. half Queenslander. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Harry Sweeney. Big, big news for Mr. Sweeney. Big, big news. Toddy, for I like Mr. to call Sweeney. him. And look, I'd like to say that uh, Hazard, that's what I'm going to call Hazza, him. Hazard, I like that. Hazard. Uh, he's a Queenslander, but he's from, he's from the West. He's from Warwick. Right. West so, of Brisbane. You know, I'm from Western Sydney. He's from Western Brisbane. That's quite a way west, Warwick. It is. It's a fair um, old height. You know, so we've got that in common. Yeah. That and we, you know, like our cycling. Uh, anyway. Are you, hang on. Sorry. You're comparing Parramatta to Warwick? I am. All right. Like the power of the West is what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Anyway, I mean, I've got a para jersey on the desk here. So, yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, it's, you never get too far Growing from Growing up in Outback Parramatta. <laughs> yep. He has moved. Yeah. Well, he is moving. He hasn't moved yet. Uh, he's signed the contract. He's off to EF Pro Cycling. Over with the Americans. Awesome. Uh, which is fantastic news. He's leaving Lotto. Now we can kind of speculate as to what that may mean uh, for the Aussie contingent there. Leaves Caleb Ewan and Jared Drisners, but uh, what's going to yeah. happen there? But listen, I think it's a really great move because he came into the World Tour with Lotto. It was his, um, you know, learning stagiaire and then he spent a couple of years with them. I think that this is just a really great step to take him to the next level. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm impressed. Yeah, look, he's a confident young man. He's a confident young man. I've read a little bit about Harry and his mm. uh, premonitions of his own success. I think he was five or six and he said to mum and dad, I, uh, don't worry about me, I'm good. I'm going to be a global sporting champion yes, when I grow up. Yes, I'm glad you know that too because yeah. I think that's one of the funniest things. His mum oh. dropped that in an interview. I think it should be a rule that you can't interview a rider without also interviewing the parents because they have more gold. <laughs> Yeah. Than the riders do often. <laughs> but this is where my uh this is where my my island question came from, Joel. Is that right? Yes, because it was put to Harry Sweeney, if you went to an island, yeah. what's the one thing that you would take? A return plane ticket. He said. <laughs> which I don't know. I mean, if we get a bit 
philosophical. It yeah. makes me think maybe he likes his company. Yeah, you okay. You know, like maybe he's a bit of a social being who doesn't really want to hang out on an island on his own. No, no. And assuming yep. that the island in question is mm. like a Hamilton Island or something that has its sure. own airport and airstrip. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does depend. Flights are right. operating, But yep. he also, um, I read something really curious. Yeah. And he was asked if he could swap places uh, with any celebrity uh, for a day, who would it be? And he chose uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's an American astrophysicist. Okay, he's yeah, very deep thinker. And he said, yeah, because he wants to know what it would be like for a day to have that kind of brain. Look, that's kind of cool. I right? love that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. He's a thinker. So this is Ding Dong, first first segment, Joel. He's a ponderer. Who would you be? For a day. For a day. I'll, I'm going to stick with Tom Hanks. Tom, You're going to stick with Tom Hanks? I'll have a real Tom Hanks day. Okay. You know? yeah. Merksy, who would you be for a day if you could swap places with, oh, well, celebrity, I mean, whoever you whoever you want to choose for a day? Tom Hanks. Peter <laughs> <laughs> is anybody is anybody surprised there? You'd make a party. Yeah, gets a You'd free a night party. at his own resort too. Yeah. Probably doesn't have to pay it at Sargon Peter uh, <laughs> Resort Town. Resort Town and, yep. and golf links. Yep. Is it have golf? No, it doesn't. No, but that's resort and velodrome. But when Merck sees Peter Sargon for a day, you can float it to him. As Tom Hanks. As Tom Hanks. Yeah, outstanding. That's okay, that's really great. <laughs> uh, no, yes. really good news so for Harry Sweeney. We were talking about, obviously, Caden Groves, the mm. breakout Aussie of the latter half of this season, but some good things in the future, because Harry's a name that we've tossed about a fair bit. It um, is. Well, he was, when we were working on Bonjour the Tour at SBS some years ago, yep. uh, it was his first Tour de France, and we were watching him going, hey, this is cool, like yeah. this young kid who just... He lost a lot of time day after day, but he would keep getting on that bike and keep going. Yeah. Uh, and it was pretty impressive. Get back for the on youngster. your bike. Get yep. back on your bike. One of the great sayings, mm. and he exemplified <laughs> it. And look, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. The journey continues. So that's great. Uh, also, some good news in the global BMX uh, rankings as yes. well for one of our very favourites. I'm really excited about this because Saya Sakakabara um, has won a World Cup, which puts her at the top of the UCI. World yep. Cup rankings, uh, which she's had quite a tumultuous few years. Uh, in Australia, the Sakakabara family are very famous um, for their BMX exploits, but also her brother Kai, of course, um, who had an accident and has been rebuilding his life since. And that yep. story is just one of remarkable resilience. But I think sometimes you forget about the impact that's had on Sire mm -hmm. and the resilience she's had to show, not only to watch a loved one go through that and support him, uh, but also to keep her career going at the same time. Absolutely, It's pretty incredible. She's such a great athlete and I'm really pleased to see her kind of leading into Paris. We're a year out, but it, it's fantastic to see her, um, you know, really stepping up. And it's, I think bearing in mind, yeah. and this is just one to, I'm planting the seed here okay. for what could be a fun like segment in the future, Joel. You are Joel, full of segments today. Is her coach, yeah. the Aussie coach, one of them, Sam Willoughby. Yep. Guess who he's oh. married to? Elise Post. Elise Post. Wow. She's, you know, number one BMX in the world. Well, not now. Sire is. Formerly. Yeah, mm, wow. See? Okay. Ooh, can we see that drama? It's Small like old world, isn't it? Days of our lives. <laughs> it's like... The new Neighbours reboot, if you've seen any oh, of no, those promos. Don't mention I mean, come on now. <laughs> Misha Barton's in that from the OC. That, I, which I, is so wow. random. It's so random. random. But, you know, like reality TV producers sniff around this one. This is one's what big. I'm saying. There's some big links here. And I, I love that you mentioned Sire and the bond with, the, with her brother as well. And that was some really emotional stuff uh, in Tokyo as well. And you could see how deep that connection was and that, that link. And, and for her to be out building... Her own career and managing to do that and achieve what she has, I'd say. Yeah, that's a chest. That's a chest, chest beat, beat going on. And also, mm. I think that we contend with a lot in terms of surnames here, Joel. You know, like we, do. we really do. We you we seem have to some enjoy of these it. Crazy ones thrown at us that we have to learn. Yeah. Um, for once, we've got a really interesting uh, Aussie surname. Well, you not a Smith it. or a Brown. Sakakabara. That we know how to say, yeah, easy. and the foreigners struggle with. It's great. Have you heard like any interesting them. derivations of um, I've heard more like Sakakakabara. Sakakakak, yep. That kind of stuff. And the, the, the yeah. borough, uh, I mean, it's 
We've I've been dealing it. with mispronunciations of Burra all my life as well. <laughs> uh, so feel for you, Saya. So but there you go. Huge. Yes. Huge. Plenty to crow about on the Wheelhouse podcast. <laughs> oh, convenient segue Ooh. there. Kate Bates, let's talk about the crow race. Yep. Uh, another friend of the podcast who is coming on last week, I believe, or next week. Who's coming on? Uh, well, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Caden Groves. Oh, uh, right. Viviani, of course. Sire. Yeah. Yeah. Ellie Viviani. <laughs> Viviani. He won a race. Yeah. Joel. And now you have to come on the show. He's first for the year. Awesome. So, awesome. you know, Caden, he's won a couple. Yeah. So it took a couple before we summoned him onto the show. Yeah, so I see. Viviani. hasn't slid into his DMs <laughs> yet, are you saying? I don't think so. Uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm an old school fan of Viviani. He was yeah. Olympic champion on the track uh, in the Omnium. Such a good track rider. Burst onto the road scene. Because sometimes you have, like, Brian Cocker is a French rider who was also um, Olympic champion in the Omnium. Um, Tripping over my words there. And it took him a long time to really burst onto the road scene. And he had his first win, actually, at the Tour Down Under this year. His first ever, which I had to look it up and triple check that stat because it seemed so wrong. He's such a fast sprinter. Viviani almost did it in reverse where he burst onto the scene and won a lot on the road, including at Tour Down Under. And then he sort of disappeared. disappeared he went to Cofidus. Yeah. He, you know, and people were like, oh, is he not a good sprinter without his lead out? Like, what's going on? Yeah. So I'm just really happy to see him back on yeah. the top. Like, to go a f- as a sprinter, to go a full season without a win, Yep. that is... That is bad. That is tough. You, you, you need to get past the post. It is. And point. he rides yep. for Ineos. So they've put a lot of faith in him uh, to try and, you know, build him back up to where he should be and get that talent out of him. So, yep. you know, I'm, I'm hoping that that gives him a lot to fuel him uh, up until the next Olympics. Moving forward. Moving forward. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah no, it's good to see it. You kind of need to because you see yeah. the, the impact on the, the head as well. We speak a lot on this show about... Caleb, um, and obviously the impact of having a bit of a run of run of outs can have on an athlete. And now we're not sure if there's a, what's a, what's the expression again? Um, retirement? Um, no, slow quitting, quiet quitting. S- quiet quiet quitting. That's it, slow there quitting. There you go. Slow quitting. What? what? <laughs> quiet quitting. Quiet quitting. We like don't want any quiet quitters. It. So and, you uh, need to drip feed success. You need to with these big teams. Well, and speaking of drip feeding, I've realised this week how very important the crow race is um, yep. to our catch peloton uh-huh. because as the season comes to an end, there's not there's the, not going to be much content there's on. There's nothing to crow about. So <laughs> crow race is on SBS yep. and they kind of, they started, we'll give them the credit, they started catch peloton. Of you know, like the, yeah. what a great movement that was. Yeah. And so they're all like, oh, heavens, we're running out of content. What on earth are we to so, do? Crow race may not be something that would people would normally get so heavily invested in, but because we can see the end is nigh yeah. uh, for this kind of racing content for a few months. I think it's got it's, it's almost got a cult sort of status it's, it's because because this. of exactly that. Yes. It's like it is the only show in town, yes. and we're really excited about it yeah. because we love our bikes. Yeah, exactly. And there's a dearth of bikes. It's like when there's no you know cashews or pistachios left, then oh, you have to eat the peanuts. You love the peanuts all of a sudden. That's a great. <laughs> that is a very good analogy. That's exactly what it is. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we spoke a little bit about you <laughs> on the Wheelhouse podcast. I'm Joel Spreadborough, and I'm learning to speak very slowly. <laughs> we spoke a lot about the European Championships last week. And one name that we yes. didn't mention, and this is classic us, it really is, um, because we're good at picking. We are. We didn't We didn't speak a lot about Christophe Laporte last week, but that's all right. We can speak about Christophe now. <laughs> Win some, lose some. We talked about the time trial last week yes. and uh, Stefan Kung and the accident. And well, all the that blood. was worth talking and about. It's worth also picking up. Uh, Chloe Hosking wrote a really great article about it. Yeah. Uh, on LinkedIn, she's been doing a bit of writing and she's yeah. been doing a great job. Um, and we will get her on here. Um, that's a notice to you, Chloe. Pick up your phone when I call. <laughs> hey, Chloe. Hey, uh, Chloe. Uh, it's been pretty pe- – people are not happy. Yeah. They weren't happy uh, the with the blood. The backlash has been They ongoing. weren't happy with the helmet. I'm yeah. pleased for that. Yeah, um, agreed. But where you were going with this, Christophe Laporte. I mean, mm. it's another win for Yumbo. Uh, another win. Um, and my man, wow. I know that I, there's like a coin jar every no, time no, I mention him. No, no, it's a Darth Vader gavel. Oh, 
I oh. hit I hit the Garth, Darth away. Vader helmet with a gavel. Well, he was second. Who? Who? Wow. <laughs> but, but Christophe Laporte, yeah. uh, he got away and they couldn't bring him back. Arno Delead did a brilliant job for yeah. Belgium. Remembering Europeans, they're racing for their country. Of course. So Laporte being French. Yeah. Uh, so it was an interesting one. But it finished, it was in the Netherlands. It finished on the Vamberg or Col de Vam, I think they call it now, which is quite literally landfill. Okay. Like flat, <laughs> flat territory. They built a hill yeah. out of landfill. And then they covered it, regenerated it, covered it in grass. And oh, that's awesome. Road and cobbles and asphalt and whatnot. Inspired and, by the early yeah. 90s film, The Man Who Walked Up a Hill and Came Down a Mountain, <laughs> I'm sure. It was great. It's yeah. great. I mean, it's tough, though, because the run-in is literally as wide as a bike path. Yeah. And the actual road is four metres. So that's not very wide. Not a lot of road. No. And so positioning onto the Vanberg. Yeah. Is almost the I'd most be scared doing thing. that on my own. And when the race doesn't finish on the top, it's critical because brakes get away and you can't really bridge across to them. Yeah, up there. okay, sure. But when it finishes up there, it's all in that. So it happened in the men's and the women's. Misha Bredevold uh, won in the women's. Good stat there, too. And interesting because she's 23, but the yeah. youngest winner of Europeans. Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you about that because hmm. it's sort of. Really? We've had 19-year-old world champions, yeah. a number of them, yeah, 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 um, yeah. from Georgia Bronzini. Uh, so 23 But why not youngest. in the Euro? Know. Like, are they not? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. Mm. I could make one up. Merksy, you know, do, you, do you know why there hasn't been any y- younger winners than the tender age of 23 in the European Championships? No, I don't, Joel. <laughs> okay. No. We'll, we'll put the research team on mean, that one. Merksy and I came in together today, so I think if he had have known the thrilling answer to that question, you we know, may have discussed. You know, know what we were doing? We were too busy coordinating our wardrobe. Once we were. Again. We were both in blue again. Matchy matchy blue short, shirts. Uh, no, look, I, I just found that a little bit quirky. Massive, awesome work. Mm. Uh, youngest ever winner at twenty three. That's it's, pretty cool. It's interesting territory. Um, best race in at least the last 10 years, too. <laughs> but this is one of, this is a genuine mm, stat. Mm, this is great. Mm. You genuinely are the youngest ever, but you're 23. Yeah. Which but is... she, and she rides for SD Works. <laughs> right. So what I'm setting up here mm. is a chat we're going to have a little bit down the rundown mm-hmm. about the super teams. Yeah. Potential, you know, yep. the mergers and acquisitions that you were teasing. Yeah. SD Works. See, they're another kind of super team. They're they're a giant yes. heavyweight glamour club. What do you call them? What you want? Call them what you want. Yeah. Okay. On yeah. the wheelhouse podcast now, uh, Kate. It's been so good. I've had such a great time. Uh, same to you, Merksy, on these sixty-two episodes of the wheelhouse. But I think the time is right now uh, in my life with everything going on to announce my official retirement uh, from the world mm. of podcasting. So I'd like to say thanks to everyone for. For everything and um, all, all the best. Thank you. Well, Cheers. you know, Joel, I, I foresaw this. Joel has taken off his uh, his cans, which is uh, industry speak for headphones, I might say, and G'day, he's walked Kate. out. Oh, you're I've back. I've just uh, had a bit of a think about it and had some time to myself and with the family. I've decided that it's time to come back and get okay. back into the Wheelhouse podcast. So thanks, everyone, for your support during this time. Okay. And I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Now, listen. Why? I have uh, – why? Actually, that's probably the best comeback to that, that I've had. I sound I like one of your kids then. Mum, why? It's, I Googled yeah. retirement definition yeah. Australia. And the reason I did this is because, Joel, dang it, if I had the gavel, I'd be banging it. it on uh, – do it. Darth Vader's head. Here Wipe we go. Out, wipe out, wipe out, wipe out, out, yeah. out you go, out you go. <laughs> uh, I'm sick of people retiring when they're not really retiring. This is huge. Because right? let me just clarify some Please definitions do. here, Joel, because yeah. you can say, oh, they've got a comeback. They've had, they're making a comeback. Comeback to me means Greg LeMond got shot. Come back. Yeah. Chris Froome. Terrible accident makes a comeback into the peloton. Yeah. Not like, hey, guys, I'm going to hang out on Ibiza because I'm done racing retirement. Oh, actually, I'm back. Psych. Like, come on now. Well. Like, let's use the word properly. Because <sighs> retirement, and let me read you this because this is quite funny. Um, I think retirement, this just proves retirement means different things to different people. Yeah. Now, in Australia, um, if you if you Google retirement definition in Australia, it says you have reached your preservation age, 
You've ceased gainful employment and you have no intention of becoming gainfully employed again in the future. Okay. So if you if you retire from the podcast, actually, you're just... You're done. You're quitting or yeah. you're resigning. Yeah. You're not retiring. Or in Australia, so, it's kind of like you've turned 80 and now you're allowed to retire. Merxy, has Peter Sagan retired given that he's turning his focus to mountain biking? Yeah, he's retired from the road. That, okay, right. Th- this is the distinction that we need okay. to talk about because can I? Can we just get to the elephant in the room? Well, Annemiek van Vloten, yeah. we farewelled her two weeks ago. In, emotionally too. Emotionally. Emotional farewell. And our viewers, I'm, our uh, listeners. Yeah. You know, friends. Regardless of what form of, of media you digest the podcast on, and thank you for yes. doing so, we were all, we were all a bit struck. Mm. And uh, doing gravel worlds, Joel. Huge. We basically did a effing obit. Did you hear me? She's doing gravel. Worlds. I know. I just. We did an obituary, a I career mean, a obit, a career obit, and now she's back from the dead. I mean, just quietly. I think it's really cool. It's awesome. I mean, although <laughs> given, I will say this: given that when we were previewing big races, uh-huh. what we always had to say about AVV yeah. was potentially her skills could let her down. Okay. I'm not really sure why then in retirement she'd go to gravel. Is there a lot of money involved? She's a but she's obviously a, a huge draw. Is there? Is it like oh here you go, massive payday to just do one more? No, no. Oh, I don't. Or is it pride? I mean, is it like it's world? I don't so believe that you're allowed to pay start money for world championships. Not at so all. So there's not even any like third party, no endorsement or anything of her. Oh, I don't. I, I don't imagine. So. Why don't you know? No, I'm kidding. I just. I just. Because you know who else is? Oh, Mercy. Mercy. Maybe she just wants to get dirty. <laughs> I nearly started singing, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to. Um, maybe she just wants to get dirty. Gravel rash. I mean, I can think of other ways rather than gravel world. But, like, but we spoke about, we said uh, on this, and we're so often like real oracles on this stuff. We, we, we really said, are. We really are. You know, AVV, I think I said she won't be able to stay away from the sport. But I meant like commentary but, or coaching. On, but I didn't come on mean... now, weeks. Yeah, I guess. Like, so. <laughs> Reminder yeah. that this was said in episode, episode 60. It's now episode 62. Yes. Well, yeah. Demi Vollering is racing Gravel Worlds as well. Of course she is. But she's not retired. She's retired. So fine. That's fine. I mean, to be honest, I think that, you know, Demi's just like, hey, I've won everything else this year. I can win something else. What does Merxy think? Merxy. Well, Kate, you've got a new gravel bike. I do. Uh, it's beautiful. Comeback? Kate's been taunting Tell us. Tell you what, I, if I was going to come back, and I'm, yeah. that's a big if, like yeah. capital letters, yeah. it would not be to track a road. Hang on, what's the cap- capital? Is it if or the comeback? The, or both? The if. Oh, yeah. But I, w- I would love to do a gravel race. Let's That make would be this fun. Happen. I do have a beautiful, beautiful gravel bike that I bought for. Uh, my 40th birthday. That Loves getting dirty. It does love getting dirty. Self, and I love yeah. getting dirty with it. A self-gift? Can I say. A self-gift, yeah. I yeah. love that. That's awesome. Yes, so yes. Can you imagine? It, look, I'm, not, I'm just hy- hypothetically mm. having a look at the watch that I'm not wearing. Mm. It's not too bad to just say Van Vloten meets Bates. Oh, yeah, the maybe. comeback I mean, I'd have to comebacks. I'd have to qualify, but Australia does have yeah. some Gravel Worlds qualifiers next year. You know in fact, we've got two. Yeah. One in Perth, one in Victoria. So, so head up the goat track. Mm, not yes. seeing at the moment I'm not seeing a reason not to come back. Well, there's, you know, just west of west of here. You and the You know, west. I like the west. There's the goat track in Brisbane. You could ride to Warwick and stay I with could the Sweeney's. <laughs> I could go up the goat track on the gravel bike and do a bit of testing. Hang on, don't you don't yeah. do this to my tiny heart. Are you serious? Are you being are you being facetious? I think I'm being facetious, yeah, I but I can't confirm too. that because I do love getting dirty on the gravel bike. Merck, so you guys came in here together today. It. Was there yeah. any legitimate discussion of a comeback or is this BS? Might be a bit of BS. Bit of <laughs> BS. All right, moving on. No, I, I right, love it okay, though. Right. But look, massive, huge, good luck. Do it, you know, Good she'll probably kill it. Yeah. You've you've questioned the skill set. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. You know, I've done that before enough. and she's won, so you know. But this is, you know, happy to be wrong. A fair question. I'm to secure ask. enough in my cycling knowledge that I'm happy to be wrong sometimes. Maybe she just wants <laughs> to take the likes of Demi and that down a peg. Maybe. She's like, you're not you're not there yet. Could do. You've done good, but you're not there yet. <laughs> Tell you who is there. 
me. Been there for a long time. I'm going to show you one more time just why. Well, we don't have to wait long. 17th of October. Stay tuned. Where does it rank in the in the absolute pantheon of sporting comebacks? Because there are some epic ones. A lot of them out of the US, I must say, yeah. over the years, but some really great. I'm done. Actually, nah, nah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Given the two weeks, I don't know if we could even really... <laughs> <laughs> Mercy. Counted, I don't know. I'll tell you a really bad comeback. Yeah. Lance Armstrong. Oh. Yes. Probably shouldn't no. have done that. Yes. No, in, in fact, it is widely believed that he's come back. So he retired 2005. Yeah. Came back 2009 with Radio Shack. Came to the tool down under. Yeah. Ooh, whoops. Oh. Uh, was That's where he did his location scouting in Cooper Pedy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but everybody said if he didn't. If he didn't make that comeback, people would have just let him leave. Mm-hmm. But that was the thing that pulled the trigger where they were like, all right, this guy's going down now. Yeah, you're out. Didn't know how to leave. Wow. Wouldn't leave quietly. He's it was his, down. I know he messed up. It was his life for his life. And you, you know this. You've done this. It was everything. It's, Walking away from the sport. I know that you had your injury concerns and all of that kind of thing. And you had an incredible journey. But it cannot have been easy to say goodbye and then think, ooh. Am I really gone? Is this the? Uh, I'm just, just cu- to I'm clarify. Uh, did you just use my name and Lance Armstrong's yeah, name I to compare did. an experience? Yes, I did. Heaven. Nothing no. to do with the, that <laughs> side of Lance, but the the retirement, the comeback, that that side of it. Merksy, have you got the uh, lawyers on the line? <laughs> All twelve <laughs> of them. <laughs> Another one is um, Michael Jordan, but he went yeah. back to a different sport. He went to, yeah, of course he did, baseball, and uh, because he, he was grieving his father and his father wanted him to play baseball when so he was young. And, yeah. I guess then to go back to that unfortunate comparison, um, Joel will be I, having no, words after I was, I, I was I'm kidding. Compa- <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, the, the mental process. Is Darth Vader's getting a walloping here with a gavel. Yes, poor guy. No, it is. It's very, it is very difficult yeah. to retire on your own terms. I don't know that anybody ever does. Like... Anamik is retiring, but a big part of that is because she's in her 40s. She's in her 40s. She's 42. So yeah. even though, you know, she's like, oh, I've achieved a lot and I'm ready. Yeah. I don't know. Like if she was 35, I'm pretty sure she'd keep going. So it is pretty difficult. Yeah. Um, but I still think just the, the word retire, I'm re- the announcement. Mm. I'm retiring. Um, yeah. Well, you know what? George Foreman, heavyweight champion of the world, mm. he retired at, I think it was 27, and he came back, he came back at 45, Ooh. 18 years. Well, my look, my cursory research on this topic, Joel, yeah. um, says that baseball is very popular. Huge comebacks. For sport. comebacks. Yeah. There are a lot of players in history uh, at the top level who have yeah. stepped away and come back. Um, not a lot, you know, across other sports, there are some good examples. Yeah. Um, but Michael Phelps, if we want to get into the Olympic oh, yeah, uh, yeah. arena as well, Michael Phelps has had a had a comeback. Michael Jordan's the the standout example. What though, about uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin? Stone Cold said so. Yeah, nineteen yeah. years. Yeah, two thousand and three. He ran out of money. Stepped out. That was a, that, that, that was the classic. <laughs> I'm out of money. Yeah. Michael Jordan's is is an emotional. Yep. It's a personal one. Phelps was to do with all sorts of uh, rigmarole around him mm. and. His performance, and he's just like, you know what, all of you, I'm done. Well, and I reckon, actually, thinking about this, AVV, when you retire from cycling, you go off the drug testing register, and once you're off, you can't come back for, I think, two years or 12 months. You have to give them notice that you're planning on racing again. You then have to be in the doping test pool for period of time before you can then So race that means again. she hasn't actually retired. Well, at all. so officially she hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And and oh. maybe she's like, oh, once that happens, it'll be pretty tough. Yeah, okay. So here's my opportunity. I bought a cake and everything. I was you just know? thought it was Cuz uh, but she's not the only one, Joel, uh who's you know thinking what can I get in before my retired announcement actually kicks in. Yeah. I reckon sigh. Mark Cavendish. No. I don't think he's retiring. You're seeing, okay, there's a good indicator here. Mm. There's a good as in like, let's use, I don't know, um, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, okay? <laughs> so Mickey Mouse is like, I'm out, I'm done, I'm out. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, Donald Duck is coming. 
Oh, no, yeah, I'll go again. Because yes. that's kind of what's happened here. Well, the the Dane Michael Morkov. Yeah. Or Michael Morko. I see. The, he's it's the a Donald silent Duck v, of this I scenario. always pronounce. He's yep. the Donald Duck. Yep. He has just signed from Quickstep over to Astana. Yep. And he was his lead, he was Cavs' lead out man. They've also done a heap of six day races on the track together. Yeah. Uh, Morko is Olympic Madison champion. Cavs They're joined at the spoke. World Madison champion. Yep. See, there's a lot in line there. Merksy. Sorry, I'm just wondering which one's Donald Duck. Oh, so okay. Morko. So in my yeah, uh, maybe I use the wrong duo, but like Mickey, my my the Mickey thing and here, Minnie. Mickey and Minnie. There you go. Whatever. Mickey and Minnie do their best work together. Mm. So if Minnie retires, Mickey's like, you know, I'm done. That's, I'm out. And then Minnie's like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm actually going to come and be part of it. Mickey's like, oh, wait a sec. Mm. I want well, to work with Minnie again. To, what happened to Donald Duck? Mm. Well, Kate changed it on the fly there to Minnie, so that that's convoluted and even. Let's I go back know to the that Mickey this is and the Donald. Best analogy we have. Look, suffice it to say that Cavs, one of his favourite yep. homies, is coming to a He's coming to the team, and he can like. Oh. I think he's going to give. You know, given the way that he, you know, crashed out of the Tour de France stage records. Uh, yeah, look, it, it makes sense. The reason that I said uh, at the beginning uh-huh. is because do you remember we went through a period before he signed with Astana? We thought he was where gone. Every single week, yeah, we were having to talk about another Cav yep. rumor. You know? Yeah. So that's why I was like, here we are. We're, here we are again. You reckon he's not This he's, time he's of back. year where Cav makes his way onto every rundown. Okay. I just think he's got a good marketing team. <laughs> That'd be... That's what I think. <laughs> tell you what, though, because he mm. spoke so much about the, the family side of it and the I'm just done. That'd mm. just be like... Everyone's just so full of shit. I Somebody can't... call Peter. Let's <laughs> get Peter's opinion on this. Uh, Magic Johnson, that's another one. Yeah. Made, a, made an, an ill fated comeback wake up in the at 90s. 3 a.m. with like a, I know who else retired oh, and came so back. There are so many. There are so many. It's great. Um, okay, look. I Look, we'll see what happens. Mm. That is a massive tip from you. Cav's not done. You heard it here mm. first. Heard it here first. Well, we'll go with first. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, first yeah. on the Wheelhouse podcast. <laughs> Haven't heard it anywhere else, and if you have, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> uh, your mate, Lefebvre. Uh, rock and rolling. Yeah. Rock to do the rhythm. What's I had he doing? a bit of, well, you know, he's one that I don't mind putting on the rundown because it's always ridiculous. No, yeah. Now, uh, he's written an article this week yeah. uh, talking about the team and people who are leaving the team and coming to the team and how riders handle it differently. Yeah, sure. Right? Some riders go gracefully and others whatnot. Anyway, one of the riders that is on the move, he's heading over to uh, Jaco Alula, is Mauro Schmid, okay. uh, the Swiss rider. Now, Lefebvre kind of threw some shade his way as an example of how some riders don't handle it well. You know, they're still being paid. He's still paying them. Yeah. They're not out of contract yet, but they're like absconding. Yeah. Right. So he uses this example in a newspaper article and he says, here's an example of he didn't do it. Well, he told the trainer that the reason there were no files uploaded, because, you know, these days it's not just an honesty system. Uh It's not like, yes, I did my 120 kilometers that was on my program. Yeah. They upload files that get checked. Yep. You know, it's a little bit Big Brother, actually. It is very Big Brother. But he said he, he didn't do that and he told us it was because his Garmin was broken. Right. And we trusted him. Okay. Turns out he was holidaying in Las Vegas. <laughs> he was in And his Garmin <laughs> wasn't broken. He was holidaying in Las Vegas. So this was quite funny, right? It's I had hilarious. a good giggle and I was like... Well, you know, probably not the most professional thing this kid's ever done, but, you know, that's pretty funny. Yeah, literally, if he would have gone anywhere other than know, Vegas, it would have been okay. Yes, but then plot twist, da, 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 yeah. Joel, yeah. he, Mara Schmidt, he, he handled it really, really well. Yeah. He just posted his Strava file from Vegas. From Vegas. I mean, he was in Vegas, but he was training <laughs> in Vegas and he was uploading his data. Right. So Lefebvre's just... Pretty much making shit up. Oh, okay. So that okay, that's a that's a chronic lack of communication. <laughs> right? Like have a chat first, yeah. guys. Have a chat. So then... I mean, I don't think it's any of ours to debate where he can train in his off season. Look, I I'm gonna can you I know? look good on the young man. I just yeah. can I say one thing optically? There are probably better places. Yeah, but it's to the train. off season. Like, who cares? Like I just saw a great uh Instagram post from the Aussie Brody Chapman who rides for Lidl Trek. Yeah, on holidays. On the beach in Ibiza. Like, yeah. who are we 
we to tell them where they if, should if train is, in their off season? If it is their holidays and they've been approved to go on leave, and that's fine. It's it's not really any of Patrick's business. But... No, but it's funny, isn't it? So I think that that's just a good reminder of like uh, two sides of every story. There's and also like sides of every story. But... Workers' rights, yeah. employee rights. Come on, mm. like I understand, you know. But like you said, Big Brother, it is very lot of. Give him a little bit of. Give him a bit of a break, maybe. I know. Oh, well, look, we've got a lot to talk about with uh, old Paddy Boy today. Have you? But, what else have you got? Well, before we get to that, I just want to quickly mention, because this is really exciting for me, because you know I love my track cycling. You do, yeah. I do. And uh, Australia's getting a Nations Cup back. That's awesome. Which is, you know, we used to call them World Cups. So anyone my age or older. You're going to call it the Worldies? Call it the World Cup. We're going to Adelaide? Uh, we're going to Adelaide. We are going to Adelaide. We're going to Adelaide. Awesome. So after the- As in uh, we're going to Adelaide or the tournament? The, oh, just the tor- we will find a way to get we'll there, We'll get there, great. Joel. We'll ride. Uh, the last one, Merksy and I went to it was in Brisbane. Yeah. Which was pre-pandemic, but it was amazing. Brisbane is a great place it is. to it's host such a good major Velotron. cycling events. But yeah. th- they're in Adelaide. It's just been announced because the UCI put out their yep. 2024 calendar. Now, what is most exciting about this is I thought I haven't- I only noticed it because it was on- the UCI calendar. Yep. There haven't been any announcements from the Aussie contingent at all. I'm not sure why. Haven't <laughs> haven't asked their content plans about that one. Yeah, okay. Merksy? Maybe there's an embargo. Look, mm. no. I, I can say no on this no one embargo. because I text uh, Jesse Korf, our head of high performance, and I said to him, you are on the record. Because right. I thought I wanted to make I, – I work with him in some other things and I wanted to make it clear that the question was on the record. Yeah. Is this a confirmed World Cup? Yeah. He said yes. My follow-up question, which is the exciting bit, Joel, uh-huh, uh-huh. are we sending our A-team? Uh-huh. The answer, yes. Oh. Which means in an Olympic year, we're going to essentially have our Olympic team on the track – for a World Cup, a Nations Cup in yep. Australia, it literally doesn't get better if you are a fan of track cycling. That's fantastic. It is so exciting. So I urge people to uh, – I don't think tickets have been released yet, but look at travel plans. See if you can get there. Uh, there's. It's very, very difficult to get tickets for the Olympics to go and watch the track cycling. Yep. To watch the Aussies, this will be as close as you can get. So the what's very exciting. A team wise, yes. There's no okay. Well, I'm very, I'm I'm more excited. You are. Than you, you are, are genuinely <laughs> excited here. I really am. I'm worried about the Olympics. I'm, I'm like, is, do we need a little bit of cotton wool? No, yeah, no, no, okay, no, no. We'll be right. Okay. Yeah. A couple yeah. of other events that caught your eye, and, and yes. you uh, the wi- oh, women's yes. challenge in my oh, yes, another yeah. world tour race for the women. That's Woo-hoo. great. Uh, Excellent. But very curiously, uh, there's a new one day race. It's not world tour. It's, it's down the ranks, it's ranked 1.2. So World Tour teams can't race, but Pro Tour teams can. Uh, in New York City. In New York City. In, New York City, in yes. Manhattan. Upper Manhattan. Yeah. So wow. that'll be curious. Like what's... Are they actually riding around what, the blocks Well, of they Manhattan? haven't released the um, the course. But I, I'm very curious as to what that's preempting. Like, Interesting. If they're doing that, then what's the longer term plan? Well, the American mm-hmm. cycling is at a is at a, at a good spot at the moment, mm. hitting ten year peaks as we spoke about well, last week. And, and they have flirted in the past, New York City, with hosting the opening of the Giro. Wow. Well, because it's actually not a particularly long flight from New York to Europe. Mm-hmm. I think it's six hours from New York to Frankfurt. Yep. yep. Which is. You know, not much longer than Sydney could, to Perth. You could ride it. So. Yeah. If it wasn't an Atlantic Ocean <laughs> Yeah, I mean, not way. quite, but. Wow. That's yes. really cool, though. Look, yeah. I love any kind of, any kind of uh, marquee event in America at the moment. And a lot of sports are doing it, obviously. The yeah. Formula One, the NRL. Headed to, headed to Vegas. They're going See, to Vegas. A but like, it's, a, it's the market, <laughs> isn't it? And if, if an American can do well in America. The sport wins. I know. So awesome. Really, mm. really like it. Catherine Watch that Bates. Space. Uh, now let's merge our thoughts on the Wheelhouse podcast to a potential um, marriage, a large scale mm. marriage with two of our, our biggest mm. teams. Yumbo, Sadal, Quickstep coming together. Or are they? Is it on the cards? What are you thinking? Well, so it's been heavily reported this week. Heavily reported, broken uh, by a Dutch journalist, is a merger on the cards. I, I think realistically, from the offset, 
I want to say that it would be more of a takeover than a merger. Okay. And I, the reason for that is because they've both got world tour licenses under an organisation. Yeah. The organisation has been given the world tour licence. If they were to merge, it would be a new organisation. Therefore, no licence. Okay. Which just, I mean, I'm sure that they could apply to the UCI for all of that, but why would you do that? It wouldn't be guaranteed. There would be other teams that could rightfully say, no, I haven't for, for once read all of the uh, terms around the licensing. Not yet. Joel, okay. not yet, but I, but I could. Uh, and so I think what's more likely is that one of the teams would take over the other team. I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's the same kind of merging of assets and merging okay. of riders and staff and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I think that's possibly more like it. Interesting. But it, I mean, Interesting. It, there's a couple of elements to this. Yeah. If we just start with that business kind of side, it's a total shit show. If you do merge and you have a whole new entity, then nobody has contracts. Yeah. Nobody has a valid contract. If, for example, Yumbo took that company took over um, Paddy and his boys over at Quickstep, then the Yumbo guys would potentially still have valid contracts, and then they already have twenty-seven riders, so they only have three spots left. Interesting. So what are you going to do there? Mercy. Crunch some serious numbers, Merxy. That would mean Remco could go to Ineos. It could. Mm. It could. That's exactly what it could mean. Mm. And maybe, see, this is where it all becomes a bit more believable, right? Yeah. Not just a rumour. That's been on the cards for a while talking about that. How did Remco that... going to Ineos. So okay. maybe now this puts a bit of context to that. So this could turn it into, oh, I had no, mm. I had no choice. Mm. I just had but to. If you, right. if you look at form, actually Quickstep have been, they started as a merger. So back in the back in the days, um, it was Domo Farm Fritz and Mapei Quickstep. Yep. And Mapei Quickstep were out of puff and so the teams merged together yep. to form what we now know. Um, it ended up being Quickstep de Vitamon and that was only back in 2003, so 20 years ago. Wow. So they actually have form with that. Yumbo well, what's now Yumbo Visma, they don't have form with that. Uh, they have a very, very long history. They started back um, in the early 1980s and they've been through a lot of iterations. Modern cycling fans would mostly know them as Rabobank. Mm -hmm. But they have a much rich, um, richer history. Yeah. So forgetting the, uh, you know, the business sort of stuff, it's just kind of a curious... Doesn't... Like, what would happen... Well, I've got a few points here, Catherine. Mm. Um, firstly, mega team, the prospect of a mega team, even though there's like a, a severe amount of culling I to be poo -poo done. I poo-poo that. Which, yeah? You, know, you want a mega team? No, I don't want a mega team. Oh, good. Okay. I don't yeah. want a mega team either. I don't want a mega team. Cannibalizing, you know, two massive teams to turn it into a an unbeatable elite team. Yeah. Uh, but look, we know, like you said, there's uh, currently 50 contracts and they can only squeeze in 30. Uh, Remco... Mm. Uh, doesn't love Yumbo. No. And which no. is another this straw is, to this, this boat. This is actually pretty funny yeah. because every this is one of those topics that everybody's like ooing and ahhing about. And Garrett Thomas um, on his podcast, What's Occurring, he was quite honest. He said, nah, it's not going to happen. No. Simply because he doesn't like them and they don't like him. <laughs> don't want a bar of a Vanderpool, says Yumbo. Don't want a bar Except of Yumbo. who does he ride for? Ineos. Ineos. See? Oh, it's all coming back around, isn't it? There's a lot of, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of, it's like Agatha, an Agatha Christie novel today's mm. episode. It well, really Primoz is. is, you know, reportedly talking to Ineos. Oh, for God's sake. could be a little bit of a, you know, mixer and shaker. Okay. Like what's going to happen so here? So we don't like it. We don't like it. Oh, if it's, I don't a, think look, so. the thing with mergers is sometimes it's, they're completely. Essential. Sometimes it's obviously just a hostile takeover. You're saying this is mm. a bit of a, a little bit of both, by the sound. I of think it. it's really good at like clubland yeah. when there's too many <laughs> clubs and people don't have the resources, and like that's a good spot for Absolutely. kind of mergers. And but it, sometimes it works. Got cultures that are so different. Yeah, I just don't think 
that, that that's going to work. No, it's I a, completely agree. It's a train wreck. But uh, apparently, um, Richard Plug, the uh, head of Yumbo Visma, he mm-hmm. owns the place, owns the joint. Uh, he's been over in California, mm-hmm. talking to good old Tim Cook. Oh, Silicon Apple. Valley. Yeah, wow. Okay. He's been having a chat over there. Apparently, there is interest from North America. Mm-mm. Oh, this is all starting. Now, well, oh, if, have you been paying attention? Because now mm. we go back to all these talks. But of- see, wouldn't that, that'd actually be really cool because Apple, like, it's not just about marketing and branding, but the tech. Yeah. You know, and Yumbo's a pretty high tech team. And so cycling, their garments won't run flat. Their, <laughs> their garments no, won't run see, flat. No, see, Paddy's in trouble. Maybe that's why mm. he wants to jump on board. I'm seeing, like, I feel like John Forbes Nash, the mathematician, and mm. I've got all these things floating around. It's like, Manhattan, Sepkus, mm. Lefebvre, oh. Garments, See? Apple. But Yumbo, I mean, it's, it's a marriage. Renko. It's a beautiful marriage because if you look at the sports that are most high tech, you go like Formula One, but that's not very accessible to the everyday no. man and woman. Fraught, right? fraught with peril. Right. But yeah. Cycling is. Yeah. So Apple, imagine the, you know, joining together Be massive. of technology there. Oh, I love it. I'm excited by that. One to watch. One to watch, yeah. but I'll tell you what, two very different looking teams and there'll be some serious heartbreak, but there'll also be an absolute feeding frenzy because a couple of genuine big names will potentially not I know, but you know who it'll so, suck for? Staff, the soigneurs, the mechanics, yeah, spare thought, the yep. guys that have just signed. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yep. But yes. Um Joel, I know that we have to wrap up soon. Yeah. Um, but I would like to. You have know, you got another silly segment, I Kate do, Bates? I do. Like in the <laughs> theme. Um, you know what I love when I listen to the radio? Can I just say. Oh, oh no, hang on. I thought you were about to get oh. me about then. Uh, do we need theme music for your. It's we'll a have silly to get segment on to with that. Kate. Okay. Um, but this one, remember like Secret Sound? Oh. <laughs> You know, like yeah. where they play a sound and you have to guess what it is. All right. And sometimes you're listening and you're like, where did they get that? And other yeah. times you're like, ooh, could be. <laughs> All right, I've got one for you. Um, Merxy, Merxy, help me out here. Here we go. Factor. Any ideas, Joel? What uh, were we just listening to? Like a trailer for the new Orphanage movie or <laughs> sequel did, to the six? I, I just feel like saying, creepy, I didn't see it? dead people at the end of that. Uh, okay, I heard some spokes for yes, sure. I heard yep. It's definitely cycling related, which would it make is. sense. Well, part of it is, That's yes. the general territory <laughs> that this show exists in. Uh it's not, it's not our mate, our new, the, the, the world's newest influencer pushing out, is it? You're it's on not. to me. Is it? You're on to me. I did. I saw I saw a clip, but I didn't. Okay. It's fruity. <laughs> it's fruity. It's fruity. Because I saw it, but I didn't say, I didn't have the, I wasn't paying attention to the vo- to the sound. I'm it, yeah, okay. fairly confident that a decade ago, if you had of asked cycling fans, think ahead 10 years, who of the current crop of athletes is going to turn into an influencer? That's hilarious. I'm pretty sure Chris Froome would have been pretty low on the list. Yeah, yeah. You know, pretty reserved guy, very polite, very yeah, yeah. You know, maybe maybe a little vanilla back in the day. No more <laughs> Not vanilla. Anymore. No, no. He's gotten into himself. He's doing a bit of a par- parody, a la Celeste Barber, um, with a Bentley ad. Okay, uh, it's Bentley, isn't it, Merxy? Yeah, Bentley, fancy yeah. cars. Fancy cars, right. And so it's this big kind of craze at the moment. Um, you might not know about it, Joel, because it's on TikTok. Mm. Uh, but it's called ASMR, which stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Okay. Which is a term used to describe a tingling, static-like or goosebump sensation in response to specific triggering audio. Okay. Right, you yep. see what I'm saying? Like you hear the spokes, you get goosebumps, and you get a. Oh, I was terrified. It, it honestly was like a horror movie. In a trailer. good way. Well, yeah. apparently, uh, the studies show yep. that it's very, very good to help calm your nervous system if you're stressed, if you're struggling. This ASMR noises, whatever okay. it may be, can stimulate a little bit of calm. So is Froomey an influencer so or a like, psychologist? It's, it's fully gone viral. Wow. Uh, so, yes, we heard spokes. He clips in um, the lady in the penalty video. That's why he's going, factor. Yeah, okay. Because that's, you know. I think like we need to riding. make one. I think we need to make one. Oh, I respond to do or that. do one and, yeah, and respond next week. Yeah, I mean, I think, week. like, 
I don't know if we can. Hello, hello. Can we hear that, Maxie? Yeah, uh, yeah. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, that's should. Yeah. It's like my fingernails on the gavel. Yeah, that's one. You know, well, that's, that's, that's sound one. Sound one. That's sound yeah. one. I feel like we can we can get into this. Yeah, with but Freddy. I like it. I mean, I think the it's unexpected path. The yeah, influencer, yeah. but it's good. But he's also doing a service. He is. It's What's a, that this, service? Well, like the, the ASMR response oh, for everyone. Yeah. He's like, here, everyone. But come. how how good is it when we see a little bit of personality from You're from going the back to the, he's, he's, look, I, thought, I always thought he was boring as batshit. Turns out he's, he's quite cool <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> uh, mercy. mercy. <laughs> uh, Katie, what was the response you get when you hear the noise? Goosebumps. Yeah, but you made or a like sound. tingling, like, ooh. Is that the sound I made? There you go. There's our first one. Thank yeah. you. Well played, Maxie. How would it go? Ooh. <laughs> you Mine sound sounds like, like a horse. horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Okay, I, I'm into it. Let's do it. That yeah. sounds really, really fun. I mean, fun. we could get onto that. I, I do think that it is great. I mean, that's why Merckx is going to miss Peter Sagan so much. Because okay. he's cool and he's fun. Because he was always cool. Yes. Merckx. Well, he might come out of retirement. That's a thing. Yeah, has, has he retired? Yeah, has he even retired <laughs> to refocused. do mountain bike? Yeah. Oh, he, hold on. I'm going to leave today yeah. with a def, my definition of retirement. Go on. In cycling, if you leave the drug testing pool, you've retired. Mm-hmm. He has not. Wow. Because he still needs to be in there if he wants to ride mountain bikes. Okay. So okay, so there you go. I'm so there is a clear cut way of saying that you are done. Yeah. As you explained earlier, because yep. it's quite a rigmarole to get back once yep. you do that. Okay. I like yep. it. So don't worry. And once don't you're out of that drug Maxie, testing pool, you can go gone. to your resort and have an absolute well, bender. And it means yeah. that Sargon could still race on the road. That's Sargon what it means. Peter? <laughs> yes. Really? Could do. Okay. Mer- Mer- don't don't do this to Merxy. I know. You're you're taunting the poor man. I know, pulling the heartstrings. Oh, goodness me. Uh, This has been a lot of fun. (laughs) Uh, We're going to work on our ASMR track. I'll work on my segments. Yeah, thank you. We'll get you some theme music. And if you would like to give us any suggestions for an ASMR track, or indeed send Mm. us your own, let's let's get some ASMR tracks We'll put it on social media because it is best, (laughs) even though it's an audio thing, it is best done watching it, I think. In okay. this case. I like it. Mm. Me likey. Yeah, All a right. TikToker will probably contradict me on that, but you know. Well, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what TikTok is, but um, a lot, of, lot of references to clocks <laughs> happening on the show. Uh, it's been a lot of fun on the Wheelhouse Podcast. Like, share, subscribe, tell everyone you know, and uh, get involved in, in a very fun weekly cycling podcast. My name's Joel Spreadborough. Katarina Bates. It's been an, it's been an honour. Mm. Until you get back on the bike and come out of retirement, I'm going to enjoy it while yeah. it lasts. TBC. All right. <laughs> you are... <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> Bye. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>